0: Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the More Than Muscle podcast. I am your host Matt Cooney and this is episode 5 and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Mr. Kirk Miller. Kirk, how are you? Very good my friend, how are you? Good, thanks for joining me. Um, so for, for any, anyone that doesn't know Kirk, he is a fitness model, personal trainer and online coach for the last many years and has helped Hundreds of men transform their body, and one thing you probably, for anybody at least, I don't know, Kurt, you may have seen him before. Um, <laughs> he is, as I said, he's a fitness model. He has. We may as well get this out of the way first, Kurt. <laughs> he's he's been on the front cover of Men's Health more than any other human on the planet. Is that I believe that's correct? Yeah, the,
1: yeah, nearly right. So we got. Um... I'm a men's health club model winner. That ultimately changed my life. But um, men's fitness is the one that i the record. I've had a couple of men's health, but men's fitness is the one where they, they gave me the accolade last year, which I was very grateful for. Yeah.
0: So again, think with, with that in mind, it could be very easy to, uh, for listeners to think that everything that was, has been easy for you. But um, I know it, wasn't, it obviously wasn't a thing where you woke up one morning and was like yeah i'm just going to go on the cover of mental health uh this morning so even if you just give a bit of a background into your story of how you got to where you are today
1: yeah i'll, I'll try and keep this brief because i can <laughs> ramble on about this but no in short my, my original dream was i think everyone when they're a young age you have this dream of what they want to be uh, mine was like a lot of guys to be a professional footballer that was i was, I was obsessed um and I was very fortunate enough to uh, sign as a young professional for Coventry City. And then at the, end of the age of 19, 20, uh, got told I wasn't good enough. I wasn't going to get another contract. And that was the first time looking back, Matt, that I was actually told you are not good enough. You know, like a lot of guys I uh, used to play football with, especially when you're in that professional environment, you're generally speaking, you're the... You're, the, you're the, the best player, the captain of all the teams and you're the sporting hero at school and all that stuff and you're the best of the bunch. And then when you're into this professional market, all of a sudden it's a level playing field. And looking back then, when I got knocked back, um, when you have this sole aspiration of, right, that's what I'm going to be, and then it's took away for you in the space of 10 seconds, you know, without the the emotional development I have now, it it hit me for six without realizing it, even though you put on a brain face. So after that, I then... Didn't Know what to do, um, even though fitness was blatantly my passion. <laughs> clearly, um, it was as if it, 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 you know, I'd lost something that day, you know, when that happened, and it was too obvious to then go and forge a career as a trainer and all that stuff. So, for I retrained as a gas engineer, believe it or not, a plumber, uh, and continued to do that for like five, six, seven years. Somehow, stumbled away for a gas um, qualification. Okay. But I obviously still trained during that time. Um but I did that for five, six years. I was lost, um, no direction. Um, you know, living for the weekend, um, you know, drink, drugs, you name it at the weekend, it was, you know, and then I'd train hard and all that stuff during the week. And then in at the age of twenty six, uh I got sort of pushed to do well, oh, what you meant to this men's health competition? And um by a friend. I Sent some pictures off, and she actually wrote the write up for me. I was that lost and sort of demotivated at the time, if that makes sense. Um, lack of purpose. And um, I actually made the mental health final, but um, I, I, I missed the phone call, so I called, I called them back and said, I'm you know, going to be you know, I'm calling up because I made the mental health final. And they said, You did, but unfortunately, you rang back too late, and um, we had to give you place to someone else. And, there, and obviously, I was devastated, you know, ironically, I missed the phone call because I was fitting a toilet in the job I didn't like, <laughs> but um. <clears throat> I mean, ironically, uh, it, I just believe at that point. I, I truly believe that the, the universe rewards when you're doing the right things, and I was doing too many of the wrong things in the last of areas of my life. Irrelevant the six pack at the time, and then a year later, and um, same friend who I owe a lot, very a lot to. I've told this story a lot Sonia. She um she told me to do the competition again, and I didn't believe that thousands of people would be picked again. I was like, I "Ain't gonna pick me again." Um, but but again, through her pushing me, I entered some pictures. I think this time maybe I myself, I can't remember. Um and then yeah, very, very long story short. I was very, very fortunate enough to win that competition. And then the biggest thing that aside from the superficial aspect of me seeing me on the cover, which was surreal, it, the penny dropped that, you know, follow your passion. But but more importantly that it it was it was during that last year and we'll explain why I believe things changed. Uh, that I, I truly started to believe in myself because I think without realizing it, the knockback not back from Coventry city, you know, where you, you know, you think you're going to be achieving something, you're going to be a footballer. And then, you know, then, then it's took away from you. Um, you, you, you stop to believe You stop believing in yourself a little bit, you know, and then you think, Oh, how will I fail once? And they're not going to pick me from just from Coventry who went, you know, God from Coventry ain't going to be on the cover and all that stuff. And, but the penny dropped, and it was just, there was a definite shift then, but, um, and then, yeah, within six, seven, eight months, I retrained as a trainer, and yeah, I quit my job and, and just just went for it. Man, I was that unhappy with doing what I was doing. I, I just, I, I just thought, fuck it, and and I, I needed to go all in, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's just cool that, like, even like you're saying, that penny dropped where it was just. I think it was like that mindset shift where you realise, from I suppose, like that being devastated for so long and then being lost, and then. Yes. Again, it's it's kind of like nearly having to find find yourself again. But I think one one thing that I want to touch on that it's 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 already coming through is this passion that you have because I I know from speaking to you previously even just how much passion and energy you have for what what we do. Um, was that like that? Was that something you always had, or did you? Yeah,
1: I I think. Yeah, I mean, I I, you know I, I believe you know I'm massively into personal development, like yourself, and and you know. I believe there's certain incidents in your younger life that shape the way you think and feel. Um, but I've always been like like relentless, high energy, and I love moving around. And you know, yeah. If I look about, even if I look at what I was, what I'm doing now, you know, when you're coaching, you're interacting, you you sort of lifting people up and leading. You know, I was the guy at school. I was always captain. I was just doing the same thing, but in a different path. And the reality was, when I then had that knockback, and then then in a a five six year span where I'm doing something that doesn't fulfill me and then you're doing you're getting controlled by your condition you're letting life control you rather than you control your life um, it sort of dampens and doesn't align with your true identity and I think one of the key things that, that I believe is important in life is to really understand you know what is your highest values what is your purpose what you what what you on this earth to do and then find a career path um, that allows you to, to, to do that to impact give serve and ultimately at the same time you're going to be fulfilled and maintain energy, energy yourself I think if you're consistently lacking energy for me it tells you one you're in the wrong job two you're around the wrong people and three your perception of how life should be to what you're actually doing on a daily basis aren't aligned because generally speaking I think that where we feel disempowered and lack motivation all that stuff is when where we believe something should be a certain way And it could be, for example, you know, when people think they should look a certain way, like you know, two stone lighter, feeling good about themselves, if their daily conditions and the way they're living aren't matching up to that, they're gonna constantly feel bad. And I think during that five, six year period, you know, when I was doing a a, a plumber, I know as a kid when you've got aspirations to be the next Manchester United footballer, yeah, but you then fit that when I'm doing that plumbing job, that wasn't what I signed up for in life. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people's I know it sounds quite deep but a lot of people's unhappiness come from not actually doing and focusing on the things that align with their their values and what they truly love to do you know
0: yeah that's 100 I'm actually that's very much the same as me like four or five years before I got back into the fitness industry doing PT again I was doing working on a building site and I was just lost like that as well and it was like again something for me something kind of bad had to happen for me to actually that penny to drop me to realize like oh like what what was meant to happen for me um and again it's like i always knew that i i wasn't in the right place you know when you just don't have that constant you don't have that energy that mindset the environment you like i knew i was like i'm out i'm not in the right place but i i just never like that you get stuck for years i just never yeah kind of got out of it myself and it wasn't until something happened that i'm like yeah that's it and i think that's for you even that's that passion that you had as that footballer came back then that's yeah
1: yeah i 100 agree mate because i mean i've, I've worked with obviously some you know, fantastic life coach and, and i've been to personal development seminars and all this stuff and the reality was when when i was breaking down my, my story and she was looking at my body language of what lit me up when i'm explaining you know what what moments in my life really did I feel empowered it was ironic she actually watched me my body language stand up and raise my arms as I'm talking about you know where you know you're in a football final you know my knees are sore and the team needs you I'm struggling with injury but somehow you mustered up the willpower and the the drive to score two goals it. and it wasn't about the personal accolade of scoring the goals to win it was more when some someone truly needs you and you just show them even against adversity that anything's possible it might sound quite deep but that's why now as a coach, and I know you're the same, that you know, it's it's just showing people that no matter where you are, you know, that, that anything is possible, irrelevant of setbacks and knockbacks. It's just how you look at things. And the the thing is, Matt, you're we're not sitting here now. And obviously what's ironic, that's a really similar story of the building side stuff, is not you're not trying to say you've had all you know, your your shit figured out, you know, yet sometimes you had to go for that period, I had to go for that period to probably truly appreciate what we're doing now. And that's where you're like me. I know we joke about it. You don't really care how many hours you have to do, or you just you sort of can't without to get to get out of bed, you know, to do the tasks, you know. And I know when I was doing plumbing, that was absolutely not the case. I was clock watching. I even got. What's ironic, mate? You know, we look for those moments where it's just you get those moments where it's just you set yourself enough. You have these signs from the universe, and for me, I was. I remember before I quit my job, I was literally getting caught on the phone. You know, I was just skyving on jobs and, and I was getting warnings and I just didn't care and I probably it was like the form of self-sabotage deliberately knowing that I needed to go to the lowest point to then go right let's go for it you
0: know yeah and I think that's something that's going through that really had you now as a coach to relate to people because you work with um, like a lot of successful businessmen um, and then you essentially help them with their their bodies you know and something you you mentioned uh, when we were talking before that I thought was really interesting was kind of like would a lot of your clients would come to you with this kind of lack of self-belief and how you install that in them um is, is there you know just explaining kind of the common things you see with the clients that you work with when it comes to kind of self-belief and how you go about changing that for people
1: yeah I think the first thing is you know when people are lacking like self-belief or overly really stressed and uh, you know they're, they're stuck in a rut often you know that they're, they're overwhelmed they're lacking motivation but it, it just comes from wanting to try and like do very quickly with a client such as that who built a massive business and they're very successful look they've, they've got the mindset they've got the skill they've got the skill set I, I always say they would never have been able to build a successful business if they weren't deep down in their true nature some aspect of discipline or organize you know and have a drive to help and serve in their own businesses because ultimately if they're world class business owners they're doing if you're a world-class business owner you generally have a product or a service which is serving people on a larger scale right and the reality is because they have that skill set and what what got them to that success is plan structure bit by bit layering their, their companies or whatever their service is and it's no different first of all you know in the same way they did when they're at the business right what, where did you start where did you want to go and what were the simple daily steps and and that's where you know straight away when someone's come into you know, to lose weight, and they want to feel better and protect their health. You know, that, where do they want to go? And then you were, where are you currently now? And how can we just simplify the structure and, and give you some direction? Um, and just start small. I think too many times the reason people quit lack of motivation is they say these big, massive outcome go- goals of losing ten pound, like even more perhaps, but they don't focus on the smaller wins to actually get momentum. But I think one of the key things they're all crying out for is just structure and guidance and 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 you know uh, a bit of straight talking that
0: tends to work. Yeah, that's yeah, I couldn't agree more. Because um, yeah, like when you think of it, even like I always like to uh, relate. I like growing business basically like you know It's the same principles. So you know you have repetition, so you need to put in yep. the reps. You have frequency, you need to be consistently showing up. You need to actually work hard, and you need rest and recovery. So we all know yeah. that in the gym, you need to rest and recover. In your business, we can all attest if you're working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, you would burn out. It's the same principles that apply to body composition is in business, you know? So it's, yes. and I think like that for you, getting people to be aware of that, like, so it's, it's like you already have those core principles. You just need to direct them in the right place. And that's like you said, that structure and guidance can, you know, you, yeah. you're not trying to, teach them you're just trying to guide them because they have it already you, you, yeah because I, I,
1: I feel mate i mean
0: I think one of my strengths and
1: you, you're probably the same one of my strengths is i'm really like specific with our way i program people's workouts and all that stuff but the reality is and i know we amplify education of certain food groups and what's good and what isn't ultimately a lot of people generally know what they should and shouldn't be eating but it's they lack a self-awareness of why they overeat why they binge why they and The reality is, especially with my demographic, stress business owners, the rea- most people tend to overeat, sabotage their health and fitness through stress, boredom, tired, or they've got they're simply got a habit they can't identify, you know, why it's happening. And one thing I've found fascinating that, um, because I know I've got my own sort of thing, you know, the Kirky Sunday specials with a roast yeah. dinner. A lot of the time, we have certain eating patterns based on what we've done for 20 30 years growing up. Think about it mm. like one of my oh, things okay. that you know, obviously a, as a connection, it's one of the human needs is connection. On a Sunday, I'd roast dinner with my mum and dad, and that was obviously a way of the family connecting, you know, love. And the reality is, and even on when I used to have, like, excessive takeaways, you know, in my younger days, in my early 20s, that was just purely habit, because that's what we did as a family. You know, my dad would have match of the day, would have a Chinese or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. But you you don't know you can't break a pattern to form a new habit if you actually don't know what you're doing in the first place. You're going to be on autopilot, right? So, one some of my best ever transformations, Matt, have been you know I've not they've been gobsmacked. One of my guys, guy called Aaron Emery, he did one of the best transformations I've ever seen. You know, and with him, he was eating like takeaways on a Saturday on a Friday, you know, kebab with cheesy chips (laughs) and he was gobsmacked. When the first thing I did was when I saw saw what was going on, I, I could tell. One, I didn't believe he was fulfilled in his job, which was quite a ballsy thing for me to say. But about a month in I said, hey, Do you enjoy what you're doing? Ironically now he's retraining to be a personal trainer and all of a sudden he's like because he was just on the in the same way I was lost within my career path, so was he. But it was habit. He was it was sheer boredom on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday night, you know, he was just going to complete shit. So what I did is little basic things, you know, still have your kebab and chips to start with, but don't have don't have cheese, don't have mayonnaise straight with your calorie reduction. So it's just it's getting people self aware of why they're doing what they're doing because otherwise, and I know we think similar on this, you're just giving someone a diet plan who's never healthy in their life, go and eat this. Yeah, it's like a rent renter body attitude. And, a, and it's just a temporary fix, you know, especially with like drinkers, for example. I've got a guy, a guy at the minute, he drinks seven days a week, you know. So I've said we've just set a target like two days a week, don't drink, and we've just include his eating habits. That's still going to help him gain momentum. we all of a sudden have to re ramp something which he's been doing for 35 years it's just not does that make sense you know
0: yeah 100% and that's even like what you were saying about the I've habits after years like I don't this. as soon as you mentioned like something that we've been doing for 20 years everybody has that because I can even remember my years growing up and I'm like I even now I'm like oh my god when I see like every day for like my whole teens you know so it is funny that we build up these habits um, and that's something even just to move on like some one of our biggest interests, common interests is habits and habit change. Yes. And I think that's, that's, why, that's why we've kind of um, connected so well. It's just the, the love of yes. habits. And like you mentioned, it's starting small. And I think sometimes it's, it's so small that you nearly would be blind. Like you said, self-aware, you'd be blind to it. Because it's just like, just don't have one beer. That one beer. And it's like, why would you do that? i you're going to have 10. But it's still less than 11. You know, uh, yes. that doesn't seem like anything, but in six months, you're not having any beer, you know? Um, and yes. That's, yeah, I, I think for habits, that's what way kind of do you go about with people? Like you were saying, you can kind of, do you kind of just have a look at overall lifestyle? You spot straight away. These are the habits that they need to change or?
1: Sorry, mate, the signal work a little bit. Say that
0: again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was, so I was saying, if when it comes to habit change, do, do you kind of just look at the client's lifestyle and then you're able to identify Certain habits, key habits? Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, 100%. I look at the lifestyle um, making, I need to see what's going on with their, their food, how they live and how much they sleep and all that stuff. Um, but And I suppose it depends as well like how damaging a particular habit is. Like, you know, if someone was an extreme alcoholic, I think it's very important to stay in your lane if someone is that, you know, um, damaged. But in terms of like most people, with habits, it's literally identify, right what is the biggest culprit which is affecting the outcome which they desire, whether their physique or their health. What is the one primary habit deep down that is the, the issue? That because often you you notice a spiral effect, Matt. Like when you when you improve someone's biggest Achilles heel, slowly but surely, would you agree that, for example, someone who's a big drinker, and we certainly just drop their drinking a bit. The knock-on effect is the days, the evenings. For example, Jazzy's drinking, he's going to eat better the next day. So, without me even mentioning about his food, he's going to consciously be eating better because he's not hungover or he's, you know, he's not craving salt and sugar a little bit. So, I think the key thing is identifying like, who, what's their biggest habit it could be sugar. Like one of my guys, for example, he's for 25, 30 years, obviously, he's a property developer and he's had seven cups of tea with two sugars in. At the minute, we've gotten down to three cups of tea with one sugar in. That's a huge win, you know? Um, but that was his thing. It wasn't booze. It wasn't. So, everyone's different. There's no. I think it's right, what's your biggest habit, a big, the most damaging habit that you wish to change? And the key is this, they have to be willing to change. i would never take a client on who isn't willing, you know, because I'm sure you're the same. Like, if someone could say to me, I want to do this and do that, but deep down you need to be really committed to change. And I think sometimes when people aren't committed to change, they're too busy focusing themselves and they're not realizing the potential impact on those around them or they're not thinking of the consequences that that may affect in a later life you know if people are prepared to just self-sabotage year after year you know yeah I think Too that's short-sighted it. what they think
0: yeah and even what what tends to happen with people is they try to completely overhaul everything so it's like mm-hmm. like you were saying you, you look for that one habit and often it's only all you need is that one that leads to the next person. if you go and find like that takes them that spring seven nights and you give gives them this bland meal plan with no drinking and now so not, not yeah. only that, but now they don't even know what to do with their life. You know, their, their Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. It's not even not drinking. It's like, what what do I do with my life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Whereas yeah. if you slowly change it, the lifestyle catches up, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and
1: I think some, sometimes, like, it's not even like to do with training or food. Like I know for me, because we've all got to sleep. Like honestly, for me, I, the, the one thing that's been self-sabotage it has been fucking sleep. Whereas, you know, you know, I'm still refining it. I'm not perfect now, but I know when I'm that's my thing. I sleep better, you think better, you eat better, you move better, you make better decisions, you forget less. You know, it's 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 and that that got picked apart, you know, a few years ago with my the life coach lady I work with. She went, it was literally she did like a chart and all the aspects, like a circle of life. And then
0: yeah.
1: there's me thinking other things were the problem, say like being organized or the, that wasn't the problem. It was the reason I was chasing my tech is because you, you're forgetting things, you know, it's it's yeah, everyone's got their thing.
0: Yeah, I think sleep is a massive one as well. That's uh, underrated, and I think everybody, like that, has g- gone through that stage of not appreciating sleep or not knowing mm-hmm. whether it's like, even for you, like you were saying, you were probably, even then, in really like really good tr- shape, training all the time, eating well, but just weren't. It was the completely you know, wrong.
1: Just, way. It was the wrong it, way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, what happened was, Matt, I was relying on, you know, pre workouts and. Stupid amounts of caffeine, you know, to get through set because you're like, you know, even though obviously I love training hard and intense, it was sort of like, you know, if you sleep you know, sleeping for week, you know, you sleep when you're dead, and no matter what, you know, training, even if you on three hours sleep, that's deluded. Anyone who preaches that is just deluded, in my opinion. Huh? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, that's I, I'm 100% agree. Um, and it's something that's what a lot of people will do nowadays. Like, you see people that will have coffee, can of monster at like eight, nine o'clock at night. And then go, going into the gym and then it's like trying to sleep after that stuff you know um, and then just trying to live again i think what happens is you become completely unaware um because when you're sleep deprived you don't know it. but then you start reaching for coffee more you start eating snacking more you don't know mm-hmm. you're doing these things like mm-hmm. that it's yeah. just habits and then yeah. and then all the think, I think, I think, like,
1: yeah yeah no i agree i think what it is as well whether it's you you lose control of your decisions and your emotional state and your focus because, you know, if you can maintain focus of where you're trying to go, it's easier to stay along with the thing to get there. But if you actually don't know what's losing your focus every day, you know, then it's, a, it's, a, you know, it, it, it's hard to fix. So I really think it's that important.
0: Yeah. Um, perfect. I, I know I'm conscious of your time, Kurt, because I know you have... No, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm,
1: I'm actually good. I'm, I'm good. He's, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. To, we've had to move stuff
0: around, it's fine. you sure? You sure?
1: Yes, it's all good. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so the last thing I wanted to touch on and was just kind of, for you, I know as well, like you were saying, you had a period of time where you felt like you were lost. Um, There's also, like, you've had some setbacks in your career because I think for you it's very easy to look at, like, oh like, see you on the cover of, of magazines and think, that must have been um you know like easy for you to get there nothing goes wrong
1: nothing goes wrong yeah yeah Yeah. but i know like
0: i know i remember you put up posts like you've had definitely quite a few setbacks um and comebacks i think from that so even if you could just talk about like one or two (laughs) yeah no no yeah
1: there's there's, there's been a there's been a few but what's ironic is every single one of these like setbacks they shape my character and ultimately they, they they They've served a purpose. They've added to your story, and they've made me a better coach, you know, a better person. But um, obviously, the, the the big one was obviously the knockback from football, you know. But and then obviously, if I think of the pre-football moments, there was a knockback from football. Um, but that strengthened my character, and deep down, it taught me to deal with rejection, you know. Um, and then um, I obviously had the the big like knockback, you know, from thinking you were going to be entering a competition with mental health and then getting told your place is given whatever, and then um the rupture the 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 the, 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 the bicep rupture you know mm. um, it was uh, I, I I tore my bicep off the bone eighteen months ago, yeah. and that was I was doing a charity boxing fight um training for that, and then um I literally tore my bicep off the bone in sparring and in that moment Matt, like it wasn't just the fact that am i going to be able to do a boxing fight it was my career <laughs> literally like my, my biceps halfway with my arm and um but it was seven weeks for the fight i didn't want to pull out of the fight and it was more so i didn't want to let people down and i mean the, the surgeon was telling me in 30 years he'd never had anyone who um you know who, who'd fought a fight with a full-on bicep rupture but it was just one of those things i just i wanted to in the same way people come to me because they're stuck and they're in a tough place in their life and they want to achieve a certain outcome i just wanted to literally lead by example and show you that no matter when you have when you do not negotiate with your mind on what your outcome is which mine was to make that fight no matter what when you all you focus on is that it's amazing what your brain does when you just channel your mind to see nothing but that there's a desired outcome so i ignored the advice of the specialists and i just work with other specialists to try and do what I can do and um, yeah I literally did the best I could you know um, and yeah thankfully I made the fight but that was definitely one of the most um, m- mindset strengthening things that's ever happened to me you know because I, it, I ended up rehabilitating it makes you train smarter yeah. recover smarter um, and also from the mindset stuff it just helped me helps me get people who are stuck you know to a better place
0: yeah and even from that like the last 12 months you are back in uh, is it your full back? Your full training for the last while now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, literally. I um, um, I was able to get a yeah. I was able. I got another front cover. Um, yeah, able to come back in shape. But yeah, definitely done it a smarter way. You know.
0: Yeah. And how did you find that coming back from obviously a bicep rupture is fairly.
1: Um, it was very challenging, mate. For six, seven months, I, I couldn't couldn't train. So you 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 really have to dig deep emotionally and, and try and be grateful for the situation. What's it teaching you and how can I come back quicker? Um, well, smarter, but um, it, it just taught me to be patient. And the same way I've been a naturally very patient person. Normally if I want something, I want to get there as quickly as I can. Yeah. But in the same way clients are coming to me wanting a result. Now I can truly understand and and coach them on the importance of patience and doing things properly and, you know i guarantee like your know, clients will have more longevity which ties in with my program which is built to last you know it's, i want people to have not just a short-term result but long-term
0: yeah that's a hundred percent and it's really like good to see even all the lessons and things that you've went through along the along your journey have all kind of like you said shaped you to where you are today and i think have made you stronger better coach and better able i suppose to communicate with people you know because you've been you've essentially been through all these situations that you can relate to all all your clients you know
1: yeah 100 that's
0: that's 100 Um. so to just to finish up if people want to know more about you kirk where is the best way what's the best way to contact you or where can they find you
1: uh, yeah obviously my instagram handle is kirk miller underscore and then the uh, my web, web my the website is um But yeah, any of them channels are fine. And um, yeah, if anyone wants to connect with me in any way, then that's great. And I know if they're they're a fan of your stuff, then all I'll say from my side, even as you as a coach, that you know we one of the reason we connected the way we do is both come from struggles. But one thing we're both obsessed about is is doing things the right way. Um, and protecting and serving clients long-term, not just the quick fix, which I see so often these days.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll leave those links in the show notes anyway. Um, no worries. So thanks, thanks a million again for your time and really appreciated you sharing all that as well. I definitely think there's loads of value for people. Um, and if you guys haven't haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. If you did find some value in today's episode, please drop me a message or a comment. And we will see you in the next one. Thanks, guys.